Hand Care Publishing Podcast Bookmark. My name is Janie Jesse, and thank you for tuning in to this week's podcast. This week, you are in for a special treat. We're going to be talking about our magazine, Voice Magazine for Women, and we are celebrating 20 years, 20 years um, of hard work and bringing the magazine to the region. And to help me with the celebration, I have my two terrific co-hosts, Draco and Allison. Hello and welcome. Hello. So good to be here. I love getting to talk with everybody. I know we talk all the time, but it's different to get to talk here. Well, it <laughs> it's is. Always fun. It is because I know that both of you, you were not um, with the magazine when it first started 20 years ago. And um, I'm just curious that as you have grown with the company, and Draco, I'm going to start with you. You have been with the company how long now? I joined in 2017. So you've been with us for a while. So um, tell me what you think about the magazine. What do you enjoy about it? And do you have any questions about it, how it got started? Or just talk to me about the magazine. Well, I love being a part of it, to to say the least. I, I think it's so exciting. It was one of the things that drew me to Jane Carroll Publishing and one of the things that made me reach out to you back in 2017 and, and ask if you had any positions open. I just so happened to get really, really lucky. But um, I've had, you know, a lot of fun being a part of it and writing for it and and reading other people's stories. So I guess, you know, thinking back to the years of the magazine before I joined, um, what, what kind of inspired you to start this? I mean, this is a pretty big undertaking to, to start a magazine and, um, to have it be free throughout the region. So what was the, the starting point where you thought I'm going to do a women's magazine? <laughs> well, it was an idea that was suggested to me, but, um, my background Primarily, my background is in sales, and I had worked for a local newspaper, and I'd also worked for, you know, these coupons you get in the mail that everybody trashes, <laughs> they throw them in a trash can. I worked for a company that we sold those ads, and once I left that company, that's when I started working for the newspaper, and I I met a lot of women, a lot of business owners through working for the newspaper. And then the idea was presented to me about a women's magazine. And of course, I I think I've shared before that I was to have a partner and we just, the business partner and I just couldn't, um, our creative differences just sent us in different directions. And I told the person that I was going to continue that I did think it was a good idea, but I did a little more research. So I started looking at communities that were similar to the Appalachia region in population. And I found that some of these smaller communities did have a free publication and it was directed to women. So I knew enough to be dangerous, I can say, because I did it on a wing and a prayer. And there was so much support and there still is. There's a lot of support to the magazine. And I think that has been its success is the local support. Right. What What do you think has been the most 
um, you know, the most rewarding part of it all. I know for me, uh, just getting to be a part of it is rewarding, but, um, for you having started the thing from the ground up, what is the, the most rewarding thing, uh, when you look back at voice magazine for women? You know, I do get asked that a lot, you know, and to say, there's one thing I probably could not say there's just one thing, but the one thing that does stick out most is when I have someone to tell me, I just love the magazine. And we hear that a lot. We hear that frequently. And I've had women to uh, pick up the phone and call me just to say, I love this magazine. And, and there's nothing like that. I mean, they appreciate the magazine and they take the time to let you know that they appreciate the magazine. and. Um, I think that through 20 years, that never gets old. So, right. Allison, let me ask you, you have not been with JCP uh, 20 years. So um, <laughs> how long have you been with JCP now? Well, I first joined the company uh, towards the end of 2022. Um, and similar to Draco, it sounds like I just sort of contacted Janie and asked if there were any positions open and expressed my interest and love for literature and writing. Um, and it just happened to work out that there was something available. Um, and then I took a couple of months off and came back again at the end of 2023. Um, and it's been such a wonderful experience. Janie, I do have to say that um, I find you very inspiring. Um, as a young woman, I think that this company uh, means a lot to readers of Voice Magazine and, and what it represents for women in this area. I'm so honored to be a part of it each month. And, you know, I did want to sort of mention for people uh, a couple of my favorite issues since I've been working here. And the issue that will always hold a special place in my heart is the issue from October of 2022 because that was the first issue I ever worked on here. And I got the opportunity to interview the president of the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, Ali Evangelista, and do a spotlight feature on her. And her story just really stuck with me and inspired me, um, kind of hearing about the steps she took in life to get to where she is today. And I remember as I was working on that story, just feeling so fortunate to be able to write for a living uh, and hear different women's stories and, and learn how they were able to succeed in life and achieve their business goals. So that's still one of my favorite components of working here for sure. Um, and Allie was very sweet. She had wonderful responses to my questions for her. And of course, it being my first feature ever, all of that kind of contributes to the October 2022 issue being a favorite of mine. And the other issue of Voice Magazine that I wanted to draw attention to is just really any of our December issues from the past. I love Christmas and, and feeling that holiday spirit and joy. And Draco and Janie, I know that you both relate to that as well um, and love the holidays. We try to include articles pertaining to how to spend your holiday season, suggestions for what to cook, gift ideas. So really any of our holiday issues are also personal favorites of mine. 
But um, what about you, Draco? I know you're a self-proclaimed Christmas fanatic and you love the holidays. What are some of your favorite issues uh, over the years of Voice Magazine for Women? Well, I actually, I, I sound a bit like a copycat at this point because I was I was going to mention that my, my one of my most cherished issues, of course, is that uh, first issue that I was a part of, which was July 2017. And um, even though I'm not, huge on summer like a, like you said self-proclaimed christmas fanatic i was really excited to get to be a part of that first issue shortly after i joined the company but definitely my all-time favorite issues have been the last two christmases christmas 2022 and christmas 2023 um because all of us got to be on the cover and all of us got to share our uh, you know, our accomplishments through the year and all of our hopes for the following year. And now we can look back at both of those issues and and see those articles and, and see what we discussed. And I think it's been something really special to have the whole team on the cover and to have everyone with our families and our loved ones um, and just be able to discuss all the things that we love about JCP and about Voice Magazine for Women in the magazine. So definitely those last two Christmas issues have been my absolute favorite. You know, I agree with you on the, you know, we, that's probably why we have such a good working team here. We all love Christmas <laughs> and I totally agree with you. Um, about the, the Christmas issue. Mm-hmm. And I guess one of um, my favorite uh, memories is actually doing a cover for the Christmas, the December issue. And there's a little bit of a story behind that. Um, we all know that I love thrift stores and, and I shop at thrift stores and consignment stores. And there's at this thrift store, I found this wooden gigantic rocking horse it's it's a large rocking horse it's so large that I can actually get on this rocking horse and it's wood and so we decided at that time that we would do a photo shoot and we would use that rocking horse in the photo shoot so I guess that's one of my favorite covers is the it was so much fun doing that but um Another December issue that I really just fell in love with the way it came about. It was an old postcard Christmas, and that was what we named it. Um, and it was taking like the old, older Christmas cards and and designing the front cover of the magazine like that. So I think that's one of the reasons um, we probably do work so well together is that we love Christmas and we start celebrating Christmas in July and move forward for the right. rest of the year. <laughs> Absolutely. But that, but that is, um, that is one of the reasons I think that we, there each issue each month, the cover's different and it will resonate with you in some way, sometimes, especially through the holidays. Um, right. Did you have a favorite um, story that you've read in the magazine, Draco? No, I'm a little biased. We used to do a flip issue, which was many years ago when I first started. We did a flip issue with uh, Voice Magazine for Women and Modern Day Appalachian Woman. And um, I 
partook in both of those and was able to write a little short fiction story for modern day Appalachia woman. And that was so much fun to be able to share that. So I definitely, you know, if I can, if I'm allowed to pick my own, um, just <laughs> <You are. laughs> the, the excitement of being able to write that story and, and share that um, in modern day Appalachia woman, when we were doing the flip issue was so much, so much fun for me. And I just really loved being able to write something new each month for the magazine. But what, I mean, what about you, Allison? Do you have something that is a favorite story or article from some of these issues that we've done? Well, kind of like you said, I suppose I am a little biased as well. Um, you know, some of the features that I've gotten the opportunity to write uh, are just, they really stick with me because I love hearing, you know, how uh, different women in business kind of started and how they got to where they are today. I did a story on um, the woman who owns Appalachian Teas and Botanicals. Um, I believe that was last year. And I loved getting to talk to her because I'm all about sort of... Um, herbal remedies and natural stuff like that. Um, and the Ali Evangelista story was a very personal thing for me being the first thing I ever wrote for the magazine. And I just have a lot of just fond memories and, and moments of of working here. I, th- I think some of my favorite moments are related to just finishing a new issue with you all and being able to share in that accomplishment with the whole team, because we do such a great job here, all of us. You know, Tara, our our graphic designer, is wonderful at creating layouts for the magazine. And Draco, you do a great job of uh, picking articles and fantastic at proofing everything. And Janie, you really hold all of us together. (laughs) I think that there is something to be said about that feeling of finishing the next month's issue and and feeling relieved in a sense of accomplishment. Um, and also on a personal note, you know, whenever we go to print and just seeing the final version of the magazine and knowing I played a small part in it and being able to physically see whatever I may have written for that month's issue uh, inside the pages of, of a real magazine, you know, is just super cool. Um, and again, it's a great feeling of accomplishment that we can all share together. So that has to be my favorite aspect or moment of working for the company thus far. Um, And, you know, as I said, I haven't been here too long in the grand scheme of things, but it feels like I've been working here much longer than two years. Now, uh, Draco, you've been here for quite a few years now, as you said, and and I'm sure you've got tons of great memories as well. So are there any uh, other favorite moments of uh, associated with the magazine that you have? You know, I I just, like you said, I think that there's so much pride to be able to see it come to fruition each month and and to be able to share it on our social media and share it with friends and family. I'm I'm sure I get annoying at this point because every time there's a, a new issue out, I'm sending it to someone, sending it to a friend or sending it to my mother or my father and saying, you know, hey, there's an article that you'll enjoy in here. So I think that um, you know, <laughs> I, I can be kind of pushy, but, um, I really love getting to see it come alive each month. And I love getting to see how all of our contributing writers have just kind of evolved with their stories and evolved with the articles that they send in and what I'm excited to see what new thing they're going to be talking about each month. And it's so much fun to get to read their articles and read their writing. And um, we've got 
lots of really great writers with the magazine and um, I'm glad to be a part of it with them. But, you know, similarly to you said, or to what you said, it's coming to the end of each month and just seeing it come alive and, and be released to the public is wonderful. What about you, Janie? What is, what is your favorite moments or memories from it? Well, first of all, I am so happy that you you guys are so wonderful to work with and have such a vision for the magazine. And the magazine could not happen with that without that type of dedication and enthusiasm because sometimes it's hard work. Um, sometimes the deadlines can give you a headache. So it takes uh, dedication and it really requires uh, a person to enjoy it. And I think that comes across from both of you that you enjoy what you do. And there are some special memories um, with the magazine. If you recall, and we sort of forget that we do this because we just take it for granted, but in the magazine, we have what we call the hot hunk of the month. Right. And I got asked, how did that get started? And it actually got started from... I saw an ad in a newspaper that they had a picture of a flower and they wanted you to find that flower in the newspaper. And I think they were uh, going to provide a gift or something. It was a contest. And to me, it was like the flower was so generic. So why not have something that in a women's magazine that, um, Men, you know, sometimes I would tell men if they read the magazine, it's it's free for women, but we charge men. So that got to be a joke. So that's how the hot hunk started was, okay, we'll make men part of the magazine. Mm-hmm. So what the taking that one step further is to put it in an ad. And the reason we would put it in one of our advertisers ad is so that each reader to look for that picture would have to read all the advertisers' ads. And then they sent their entry in. Yes, I found it in um, State Farm's ad. And uh, we would draw a name and they would get like free tickets to maybe see a play at Barter Theater or maybe now a free book. But that is why that is in the magazine. And it was to... Um, encourage our readers to notice our advertisers who support the magazine because it's a free magazine. Mm -hmm. And um, I get asked sometimes, how do you do a free magazine? Well, that is the way it survives is through the businesses and the advertisers. So I wanted to make sure that the advertisers did get the recognition and the notice that they deserved by supporting the magazine. So that's one of the fun things of the magazine is getting reactions from when we started that. That And it's been there. We've done that practically from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's been some other things. I was delivering magazines one month to a local shoe store and anyone who knows me knows I love shoes. So it wasn't really work to be able to drop off magazines. So I was in there browsing. And um, when I laid the magazines on the counter, uh, the person at the register looked at me and said, do you know 
um, the owner of the magazine. And I said, well, yes, I, I publish the magazine each month. And she said, so you're the owner? And I said, yes, I am. Well, there's someone in the store here that wants to meet you. And I said, okay. And she calls out this woman's name. And out of the corner comes this woman scooting her little feet toward me. She must have been in her 80s. And she said, do you publish that magazine? And it's like, yes, I do. And I'm not sure what she's going to say next. And she said, I just wanted you to know, honey, I love that magazine. And, you know, that is one memory that will always stay with me because we feel like the magazine reaches across the boards. Mm -hmm. It reaches, um, you know, women of all ages. But to see her, she wanted so much to meet me. She hugged me. She loved the magazine. That kind of memory will stay with me forever. It was just such a sweet thing. <laughs> so I, agree. I think we should probably do a book on, um, you know, all the memories that we have. It would probably be a, a good reading. But I do want, you know, in celebration of uh, the magazine 20 years, we are looking to start a book. We want to publish a book to give business, the women business owners, their recognition and their due. And, you know, getting the book started for um, recognizing women in business and women business owners We've decided here at Jancure Publishing to publish a book that will give those women the recognition that they deserve. And we want them to be a part of this book. And it's not just um, a recognition, but it's almost creating a legacy. The book will be um, offered to women to share their stories that may be overcoming struggles um, how they achieve their success. And that ties in with Voice Magazine for Women because that is our mission with our mission statement says with Voice Magazine to recognize women and their accomplishments and their success. So in doing a book, and we haven't really come up with a title yet, we're still thinking about the title, but it's certainly going to be about women um, and their success, their influences. And we are going to offer this to other women that um, want to be a part of that, want to share their legacy and be an encouragement to other business owners. So that we're really excited about getting that started. And it's an opportunity that they can have their story in a book form that they'll be able to keep it and actually reach a, a global market. Yeah, I really look forward to being a part of this project. I'm excited about it. I'm excited to talk to all the local business owners that want to join us on this. So I look forward to getting it out there for everybody to read. I agree. I think this book is certainly exciting and I can't wait to move forward with it. I think a lot of people will really enjoy reading it. I know I'll certainly enjoy reading it. Um, so it's going to be a fun adventure for sure. <laughs> Well, we certainly want to invite them if they have any questions or want to, uh, you know, share their story and have it in a book form that it will reach a global market. And it's going to be about 
um, their story and how it can be an inspiration to other women who might want to start a business or maybe they uh, are in business and they want to feel like they have a comrade that, you know, sometimes you feel like you're all by yourself and you're unappreciated. Well, this will give an opportunity to feel that you're not alone as a business owner and, and working and accomplishing. So um, also, Draco, we have um, another book that we want to talk about uh, that's already out. <laughs> we Yes, right. We have our newly released anthology, Steamy Creek, a cozy romance anthology, and it is out just in time for February and Valentine's Day. And we're really excited to share that. This is our first romance-themed anthology. We've got lots of you know, summer and spring themed anthologies. We've got our cherished Haunted Hills, These Haunted Hills, which is our spooky uh, Halloween anthology. But this is our first romance one. And we're really excited to have that out. And we're excited for everyone to read all of the stories from various authors across our region. So um, we're thrilled to have that one out. And it is available on our website through Amazon, through Barnes and Noble. And, you know, keep an eye out for it. We'll be posting about it on our social media as well. So. Well, that sounds great. That sounds super. Well, I want to say a thank you to both of you. Um, it's such a pleasure to work with both of you and to have you a part of the magazine, a part of the company. And um, every day, I know sometimes it can have its own challenges, but it's just a pleasure to have you both be a part of the company. Thank you. Thank you. We're I'm glad to be here. And I'm sure Allison, you are as well. Yes, thank you so much. And this company is such a joy to work for. Um, and of course, thank you so much to everyone who listens to and supports this podcast week after week. We really appreciate it. Um, and also I wanted to make note for everyone to please check out our blog, which partners with this podcast, and it's also called Bookmarked. And that comes out every single Wednesday and offers insight into that week's podcast topic that you can't find anywhere else. So, um, yeah, I hope everyone has a wonderful weekend. Janie, Draco, I, I love doing this with you both. Me too. Thank you. And thank you to all of our listeners out there. Thank you. And we will see you next week. Hey!